0: to the Agitators Podcast. Today, we are talking about traveling, all things traveling and the energetics that go along with that. Uh, Dee and I are in Austin, Texas this weekend for half business, half play trip. And so we kind of thought the traveling topic was pertinent to what's going on with all of us right now. Um... When I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I thought of two things. And the first thing I know Lexi will get me on this is like the um, energetic protection needed to travel. If you are an empathic or sensitive being Um, before I really like held myself accountable for how um, sensitive I was, I am to, to add the energies around me, I used to get really overwhelmed in places like airports or um, even sometimes like in like public transportation where they're just surrounded by all of these people. Um, And I love traveling. Like I get really excited about it. I love to fly. Like I have no fear about flying. And I used to find myself super anxious and have no idea why. Um, Until more recently. And then I started to detach myself from that and realize that I'm just like inhabiting everyone else's anxiety and rushing and fear of flying and all of these things that don't even belong to me. Um, So recently I've started um, some protection practices, specifically when I travel, mainly with airports. That's the traveling we've been doing right now, um, just because there's so much going on in there. Um, and I was even talking about it. I got a haircut when I first got here. (laughs) Um, and of course, because of how things work out, the, um, both of the hairstylists and the salon were very into energetics. And one of um, the stylists, Charlie was talking about his spiritual awakening and how he's noticed this sensitivity to energy and how he, and he, he just gets so overwhelmed that he doesn't even want to travel. So I shared with him, Lexi, that practice that you had taught me that I think maybe came from Ashley originally Ashley taught me. Um, yeah. And so it's just sort of a, a, a visualization, and it can be as quick or as long as you want it to be. Jump in Lexi and correct me if I'm missing anything,
1: Um wow, but
0: bet. just, Kind of taking a moment to center yourself and to visualize green energy coming from your heart chakra and kind of surrounding your entire being and filling up your aura, whatever you, however you visualize your aura. I know some people like are egg people. I'm kind of a circle, kind of globe down myself. (laughs) Me (laughs) too. Just filling that space with that like love protection energy and keeping yourself surrounded with that protection energy in your own little bubble of space and it is incredible how effective that can be and it's like literally can be seconds while you're like gargling with mouthwash in the morning um but it really keeps you centered and in your own space instead of in everyone else's if if that tends to be an issue for you.
2: Yeah, I think the really cool thing about that practice is you can do it every day. So for me, I do it any day that I know that I'm going to be outside the house, which is not very often. (laughs) But when I am anywhere, you know, if I'm just going to the store, if I'm, you know, actually traveling, if I'm, you know, going to be out in the general populace, especially for those of us like myself and Mia, we're super like little battery packs for everybody else's energies. You know, we we're like little sponges picking up all the time on everybody else. You know, whatever like somebody's mad about in the grocery store or something like that, we're picking it up all the time. And it's like, well, why am I so angry? I have no idea. So once I started doing that pretty much every morning, man, what a difference it makes. And Mia, I don't know if since you started doing this, if you noticed how it actually affects other people. I noticed that the last time that I was actually like flying because I flew. I think the last time that I was flying, it was like right at the beginning of August because I flew from Florida back to New York to go get Aaron from New York. And when I was flying, then it was incredible. There was a couple of people that I ran into that, like, you could tell they were having a really bad day. And I felt so bad because so many people are scared of, you know, traveling and flying in general. And these people were having like the worst day ever. They were just being totally disrespectful and mean to like other people like you know the flight attendants you know just the people working in the airport like they just like you could tell like they just weren't feeling good and then I was sitting there and they came and sat next to me because of course they did and I'm not even kidding like within like two minutes everybody was like just chill like totally calm down like I, I think it's just because when you're focused on actually projecting the energy around you and you're, like, keeping that kind of mentality and that kind of theme throughout the day. Other people can't help but be magnetized to that. So it's, like, it's, I don't know, it's just really cool to see, like, and I've had that happen, too, like, at the, you know, grocery stores and things like that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I've had things like that happen at the grocery store too, like, you know, like little kids and stuff, like if they're being rowdy and the mom or the dad or whoever is like, oh my gosh, can you please like chill out, like knock it off and they'll cut, like they'll be next to me and like, you know, the granola bar aisle or whatever. And then they're like, they're chill. And it's, I, I don't know, who knows, maybe it's placebo, maybe it's just, you know, the intention, but I think that's part of it, right? It's just like whatever intention you set. And then whatever energy that you're actually giving off for other people, like it's not just for you, it's for everybody else too. And I think that's the coolest part, at least for me. Yeah.
1: I mean, I definitely see like a difference, like my traveling style before we started traveling together was basically like what I kind of, I think like how we all kind of learn is like from your from your family, from your parents, like when you start traveling from a young age, right. And my dad, particularly is a person who's like very type A, like I am, very like frantic anxiety like just all over the place and like if like you he, where did I put this where did I put that like just will freak out in the middle of an airport over like I don't know where I put my passport oh my god we're not going to be able to go anywhere now and it's like it's in his pocket and it's like just relax for a second and like that's the energy that I brought into like traveling when we first started traveling and she's like You you really gotta like, dude. We gotta gotta work on this because, like, we can't start out a trip with like the energy like while we're packing our bags of like just straight up frantic energy of like, what if you forget something? Well, like, okay, today in this day and age, if you forget something, likely you can get it anywhere, so like, it's not a big deal. And but with her being able to like have that calming energy, like I can. I feel that from her, but I've also tried to transition and like work on my own ability to do that because like, it's not her job to do it for me too. You know, it's one thing if it's a total stranger and they don't know any different, but like, but like, I've noticed a huge difference in my ability, even in just my mindset of like, as trips are coming up and preparing and trying to not be like frantic and like, and like, (laughs) my thing is like, I say everything out loud. So I'm like, okay, we need to remember this, 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 and this. And her response is always like, yeah, the the note in your phone, the list. Yeah. Just put it there (laughs) and we'll talk about it. Like the day before (laughs) we're going, like, I don't need to know about it three weeks ahead of time. Like just put it in the (laughs) note and we'll go over it all later. And it's like, and so that practice has definitely helped me try to like bring a better, calmer energy into my traveling that like has always just been like pure panic and like anxiety of going to a new place and not knowing where I'm going and not knowing who I'm going to encounter. And now just trying to like actually just take in what's around me and then like and interact with the people that like are around you and like not being scared of of new experiences and things. So it's it's definitely like a huge it's it's not an easy shift to make when you've spent 30 something years in a completely different place but it's possible and it and it makes a significant difference in just your ability to just enjoy and actually take in your surroundings and not just feel like you're so task oriented the entire time and like having to plan everything out. Like, this is the first trip, this, that we've even taken together that I haven't had like a, basically a full itinerary set from like the minute we've landed to the minute we are back (laughs) on on a plane and out of here. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) And and the first, the first day actually that we got here, we, we like took like a, probably like four different lift rides. The first day we were here between the airport and like her going to get her haircut and this and that and whatever. And on the last Lyft ride back to our hotel the first night, I left my cell phone in the person's car. And we got back into the room and I was like, fuck, I don't have my phone. And I just freaked out because it's like that realization of like, yeah, it's just a phone. But like nowadays, like your life is in your phone and like everything is in there. All And I was like, I don't even know how to get in touch with this person. I can't even log into my Lyft account to try to contact them because it's linked to my phone and like it it, like I had to go through all these different things and it and it worked out that like we just kept calling the phone from Mia's phone and eventually she saw it in her back seat and she just carried it around with her thinking okay they'll call it eventually and sure enough like after I got my energy level from pure panic and death and destruction to it's okay like if the phone doesn't come back, we'll just get a new one. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not (laughs) the end of the day. Like literally, like once I took five minutes to actually calm myself down, I mean, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a shower. I'm just going to call one more time and see if she picks up and like, sure shit. Hey, yep. Yep. I got your phone. I'll bring it back to you tomorrow morning. And like, okay, cool. We're, we're good now. But it's like, it's just like that, like, panic of like and so that night she's like oh look you don't have your phone you can't plan where we're gonna eat you can't plan where we're gonna go <laughs> I have the control now so like this is a great test and for I'm not you
0: looking until three and like so like I've been giving up some of
1: that power like some of that control that I always feel like I need to have in planning everything ahead of time and just being like let's just walk and see what we find. Like instead of like actually needing to look at every menu of a restaurant that's like within a square mile of you, let's just walk and see what we run into. And it makes like a drastic difference. in just like this trip, specifically my ability to just like actually enjoy it. And like, I don't care what we do or where we go, but yeah, that's awesome. You know, so, but
0: I think too. There's something Lexi said something about a battery pack, like her, like the way our energy works is like a battery pack, and I think that's huge because if you listening are empathic or sensitive in nature, because it feels a lot sometimes like it's all on you, like um, like all the that's energy that, you, that you're absorbing, like great. Now I have to feel D's anxiety. Now I have to feel everybody in the airport's anxiety. Now I have to. And so it gets like to this overwhelming feeling where you feel like it's being all put on you, or you are feeling like you are dealing with stuff that's not even your own to deal with. But on the flip side of that, I think that like a battery pack or like a mirror... (laughs) is a really good way to think about it too, because you have a choice to either magnify and reflect that back or you can stay in your own place and be radiating the calm and the peace and the love and that can drastically change a situation. I mean, even like with the phone situation, like normally I would lose my mind because it, like I get, because I, because I, want you to feel okay and you don't want to listen to me (laughs) about my (laughs) recommendations at when you're it but I also I've I've literally been you most Mm -hmm. of my life and I love a rabbit hole right so I know (laughs) like how safe and comfortable like the rage and the anxiety feels like that feels good and it feels productive because for so many of us like that I mean all of us are basically taught that like that's what you do like you you just force 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 to try to get something to happen but so i just like very quietly and calmly unpacked everything we're like unpackers who like set up a hotel room like we don't live <laughs> out of suitcases <laughs> Were those kind of people. So I quietly unpacked everything. I organized everything on the bathroom counter. I got myself in the shower. I put the robe on because it was a very sexy, fancy hotel that has robes. And then, and I didn't like. I've, I consciously focus on not being upset with how D was choosing to handle the situation versus how I wanted to handle the situation. And then when I got out of the shower, I was in a place where I could sit with her and like, we just sat and like did breath work together and calm and, and did energy work with her calming her energy. And we literally sat like that for five minutes mm-hmm. and she called and the Um, Lift driver picked up the phone and everything was resolved within 10 minutes. (laughs) But so I could have, like, normally my response is to feel overwhelmed by that influx of energy. And then I think I spew it all back out. But you can guard yourself or, you know what I mean, shield yourself from that energy and then start pushing back with a different kind of energy. And not even in, like, a way that is requiring you to exert yourself but just like standing firm in your peace and your calm and that like drastic like you know what I mean that's like you at the grocery store Lexi that's like radiating that to those little wild children Mm -hmm. but that's a huge difference I've noticed for both of us definitely And I think like that's a huge piece of being an empath too, or at least for me. Like, I associate all of my gifts with overwhelm because it feels like too much. Because I haven't ever taken care of myself energetically, I guess. Yeah,
3: it's, all, it's all new. It's learning. Um, I was just gonna ask. Uh, so I've experienced where you're walking along, you're calm, like when you're traveling. Um. And then all of a sudden you feel something that isn't like all the other feelings that comes from an individual or a group of individuals. And it's like almost like a a shadow that walks into the room, but you're walking and you're like, where is this coming from? Um, I think like when you're in a calmer position and you're more like in your own space, you're able to pick up on things that are, probably a little more scarier. I'm not sure if y'all ever experienced things like that. Um, i apparently experienced it all the time, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> um, but like you're able to see or not, well see, but feel something is off. And I feel like when you're in your own, that happens more often and you're able to like, you know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to turn here and get away from whatever that is. Or I'm going to turn around and be like, who's looking at me? Or who's putting what we, um, my family would call el ojo on you? Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you guys have experiences with that? And
2: maybe I'm describing it in a different way. But um,
3: yeah, what do you guys think about it?
2: Well, we'll see. I'll jump in if she starts going crazy for those (laughs) listening. My puppy Harper is freaking out. Because Aaron took CJ and not her. So she's freaking out <laughs> downstairs. If I hear her start going crazy, I'll, I'll mute myself and then everyone else jump in. But yeah, for sure. There were um, – it was interesting because this is a little while back, but it was kind of when I had first started, like, getting into energy. Definitely not, like, in the space that I'm at now, but kind of, like, first starting to, like, pay attention and stuff like that. And Aaron and I were traveling to um, – went to New York City to go see Wicked for her birthday because I had seen it on Broadway and she'd never seen it before, but she loves it. I think she saw it off Broadway or something like that. So I took her for her birthday. And while we were there, I don't know if you guys have been to like Broadway shows or anything, but most of the time they get out like really late and it's like Maybe you don't want to be walking around New York city at that time of night. (laughs) So we're waiting for the subway because we ended up staying, we stayed in New Jersey. And so we were taking, you know, the subway to the train station to get back, you know, across the river to New Jersey. And as we're sitting there, there's you know a whole group of of people that are like down in the subway system that are all kind of waiting for the same sort of thing a lot of the people were in the show with us but there was just a ton of people down there and it was one of those situations like you're saying you walk into a room and you're just kind of like what is what is is that like that doesn't feel right like I don't know what that feels like but it feels weird and like you kind of said like a shadow that's a really mm-hmm. good way to describe it, at least for me. That's how I usually feel it. It kind of feels like fuzzy almost. It feels like a film kind of thing. And when I do Reiki, because I you know, was like officially attuned and everything like that, one of the things that they talk about is Byoki. So it's a Biosin scan that you do with your hands, but then you pick up on Byoki, wow. and that's like negative energy. Oh, if you guys wow. can hear her, we'll see. She's jumping in every so often because she's got a lot to say here, but we'll keep going. Um, so yeah, the biochi and stuff like that that you feel in your hands it can be very similar to this kind of like shadowy, negative kind of thing. And it depends for me a lot on like who I'm reading for, who I'm doing a session with, what type of negative situation it is. Like if it's a self. Thing, or if it's like they've picked up something, like they have an attachment, but it feels very, very similar. Like, you know, it feels almost like there's a film or a cloth or something like actually on my hand when I'm doing a scan, but like out in the world, it can feel like that kind of weird, like shadowy presence. So that's totally what happened. We walked into the subway station and there was just a really weird feeling. And so we kind of like, we're standing with everybody else for a little bit. And then I was like, you know, I don't know, this doesn't really feel right. So I told Aaron, I was like, Hey, like, let's like, walk over this way, like where there was less people and we'll just stand over here. And I didn't even realize that that's why I did it until we actually started talking about this right now. But that was why, because then not even 20 seconds later, there was a massive fight that broke out, like right in the space that we were standing in. So it was like that kind of idea, like, oh no, like this doesn't feel good. Like, and now obviously I recognize that that's what it was and that's what I was feeling. But yeah, totally. Like that's kind of an older, older occurrence of it. But that was like the most drastic one, I guess, that I could think of. But yeah, that happens a lot. Like, you know, you feel like a weird shadowy kind of presence and you're like, that doesn't feel right. And then something negative happens. Like Mm -hmm. that has happened a lot to me. That's a good, that's a good question. Mm -hmm.
0: I think too, like sometimes, or I'm, I'm starting to get better now at discerning to what is a societally, um, constructed, like negative energy or like scary energy or feeling versus the actual energy of the situation. So when you were saying that, Lexi, I was thinking about. So last night, time is weird lately, and it <laughs> we like time are normally time? very early. Always, <laughs> <laughs> always.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's contract. So- it's fine. <laughs>
0: So like it was all of a sudden nine o'clock last night and we like hadn't done anything that like we were going to go to get water from the target that's like a little ways away and order dinner and so all of a sudden it was like nine o'clock and we're like okay this is normally when we go to bed I guess we'll go do the things that we've been saying we're going to do for the past five hours (laughs) not sure where we went for the past five hours but we're back now and so we're so it's dark and as I don't know why this is, but every place I've ever been, when you're in a conference center, it's always in like a very industrial and relatively vacant part of town. For sure. Yeah. I don't know what the energetics of that is. We'll yeah. To, like, do some research. <laughs> so we're in a very industrial and like bare sort of area. It's a like gorgeous, very high end Ver- hotel. Yeah.
1: Versus uh, what a half a mile away where we to the other hotel that we were at that's very like more like restaurants on every it's like downtown oh, yeah streets, very kinda. much more like kind of cozy feeling is like the best way that i can describe it um yeah so, and this is more like it's like the highways right there and okay. yeah. you know like a lot of just like bigger like she said like conference centers and buildings and stuff like that
0: so at nine o'clock at night it's like pretty dead and there was a we were walking back and there was a guy on a bike who had like it appeared most of his belongings in a backpack and we were walking up on him on the sidewalk and i immediately started to get this like like creepy crawly feeling which i i don't often get Mm -hmm. like right it's usually more me
1: especially in like in new cities and stuff like i'm more of the one who's like like not necessarily even because I think it's more of just our pre like right. what has been like you are ingrained into us and taught that like,
0: or, you- right, like poor people are dangerous or something I don't you know what I mean? I don't know what that construct is. I <laughs> that's a whole other
2: rant. Keep keep us all
0: separate. <laughs> <laughs> but so I don't normally get that. And so this situation I was like but why am I feeling this? Because this isn't my normal. Re- like I don't like see homeless people and get scared and cross the street normally. as another person, and normally I feel like compassion and like very most recently, I like very much tap into usually like what is happening with them and what their exact situation is. Like I know pretty instantly now when I'm walking past someone, what is going on, and. Um, And I've been like explaining that to Dee to kind of help her like shed some of that societal construct that everyone who doesn't have money is bad, scary, or dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so we're coming up on this guy and I'm like, why am I having this feeling? Should I be nervous? Because normally I don't have this feeling. And then once we, I was like, I just like, tried to breathe and then centered myself like really felt my own energy and then I realized it was him like it wasn't that he was dangerous to us and I was feeling a negative like that we were in danger I was feeling what he was feeling and as we got closer he was like talking to himself and he was struggling with the bike and he was just like very anxious and upset and scared is what it felt like Mm to me so and the fear that I was picking up on wasn't like we are in danger and we should be afraid. It was this man's fear and what mm. he was personally going through at that time. And so I was able to like discern that and then which then as you guys have were just talking about that shadow feeling, I was thinking about that too and people who, like if you're not even considering energetics at all, if you're not even aware that you're, cause we can all do this. I say yeah. people who are empathic and sensitive, meaning people who are aware that they are empathic and sensitive, everybody. And it is my belief that everybody is empathic and sensitive. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. It's just whether you want to acknowledge it and believe it or not. And so like, the, some of those societal stigmas that we have like fear when you pass someone who is living on a sidewalk could actually be an energetic feeling but maybe what you're feeling is their fear like mm-hmm. can you imagine how scary it would be to live on a sidewalk For or sure. to have all of your belongings in a backpack like nobody wants to live like that and so some of that like fear and shadow or not those shadow experiences but that fear and that like judgment that is so easily made might actually be because we are all receptive to these energies that we're picking up on other people's fear and then internalizing it as our own and that they are scary not they are scared mm-hmm. you yeah. know and so that was that's something i've been
3: how yeah do you, how would if someone listening in Um, I guess, I mean, I guess it's my question too. Like, uh, for example, I had one experience where we're in a, in a big crowd, we're walking down, I think it was like one of the main strips in Honolulu. It was super crowded. Um, super crowded. Like it was like the shopping strip streets. Um, and we're walking, we're going to dinner and I just kept getting this feeling of it. Somebody was following me, watching me and around me and I'm looking around and we're walking and walking. And I'm like, I just stop. And I turn around and I get angry and I just like stare at everybody. And I'm looking really intently, really hard because I feel something in so intense and I'm looking and then I see them seeing me and they're like, like, like laser eyes on me. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, whoa. And I was like, "Oh my God, what does that mean?" And then I was like, "Where's the rest of my people?" <laughs> and so then I turn around and I'm like, I start walking fast, and I'm walking, I'm walking, and then I'm like looking, and now that I know who it is, they're like watching me. They cross the street, they're watching me, and I'm like, "Okay." I keep walking. I'm like, "Guys, we gotta keep, we gotta walk faster." And they're like, "Why?" And I'm like, "That guy is watching us, watching me." And they're like, "Now we don't see anybody. It's all in your head." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, no." If they that that guy really is and then we're uh, like we turn a corner and we're i thought maybe maybe he's gone he's not gone so he comes back and this time he's closer in fact he's like right behind me and i turn around and i start swearing at him in spanish and then finally <laughs> my husband and his friends turn around and they're kind of like what are you doing and i'm like this guy and they're like the one that you were just talking about and i said yes And they they just didn't understand. They didn't feel it. They didn't see it. They thought I was crazy. This guy was continuing to stare at me. But he wasn't doing anything. He was just, I felt like he was putting something on me, like, energetically. Like, I don't know, like, that feeling of, like, just something. And it just scared me a lot, like, super scared me. And so for instances of like that where you know something is wrong, but you don't know what it is, how do people deal with the the energy afterwards or once it's dissipated? Because for, at least for me, I carried that for the rest of the night. I was like, I couldn't even eat dinner. I was so spooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got animated because it was just like, that's a scary experience for some people. And I'm sure like there's other people that experience yeah, that think, in real South.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I'm definitely more, I'm, I'm definitely more one of those people who, who like nine times out of 10, I can be in a crowd and not really pick up on any, like I'm just really in my own world. And like, she's always <laughs> mad. She's like, she gets annoyed about that. Cause she's like, you can just walk in anywhere and nobody, like, you don't even care like what's happening around you. Like you don't even see like that over there, this over there, or feel with this over there. And like, but like last, it was really interesting because last night I had to go downstairs and get, um, like, get our. We ordered food and had it delivered to the hotel, and I had to. I rode the elevator down. We're on like the thirtieth floor, so I get in the elevator and it stops like two floors down, and in gets like this group of people, and it's like so we're at this huge conference center. It's this huge hotel, right? There's like ballrooms everywhere. There's conference rooms, and meetings rooms. There's tons of people here, and most people, I would assume based on looking at them are for either for a conference or a wedding of some sort. Mm -hmm. So naturally at the end of the night, there's a lot of alcohol consumption and there's a lot of drug people and it's just (laughs) really like excessive. And like, normally like that stuff wouldn't really bother me. I have a little bit of a different like viewpoint. I think now at this point in my life on it, mostly because like I'm not really one of those people who likes to get so intoxicated that you don't know what's happening around you. But So I'm in an elevator by myself and like six people get on the elevator who are just clearly very intoxicated and have like no idea where they're going and what they're doing. And they're like pressing all the buttons on the elevator. So like we're stopping at every floor on the way down while there's a guy who's standing in front of the door, like with his arms out like this. And all I'm thinking is like, like probably nothing is going to happen. Like they're just a bunch of drunk people who are trying to have a good time. I understand, like, I'm just laughing along with them and and playing along, but it's, like, I came back up, like, when I came up and I was, like, I just said to Mia, like, I'm, like, I just had, like, the weird, and, like, normally that stuff doesn't bother me, but, like, I felt so uneasy. Like, I had, like, I couldn't even get off the elevator once we finally got to the lobby, like, what seemed, like, 20 minutes later, and it was really probably, like, 20 seconds, but, like, <laughs> like, as I'm, and I couldn't even, like, get, through this group of people because they're just standing there not knowing where they're going. And I'm like, just trying to like go. And it's just like, and then as I go outside, I'm like looking around and it's just like, literally just like drunk people everywhere. Like, it's just like, apparently like that was the theme of the evening, but it's like, like that was like a feeling. Like I think one of the first times, like in a setting like that, that I actually like picked up on something that just like didn't make me feel comfortable and I don't know what it was like I don't know if it was just me being by myself like had I been in the elevator with somebody else that I knew maybe I wouldn't have felt as overwhelmed by it but it was but that's probably like one of the first times that I've actually started to and I think now I'm starting to pay more attention and pick up on things like that but I can definitely relate as being one of those people who like would be like your husband or friends that you're with and would be like, what are you talking about? Like, like she's done that all the time and would be like, Mm -hmm. I have a weird feeling. And I'd be like, can we just go like, can we just like, let's just, you know, no, no, no. And so like, I don't know. I think it's just people needing to be more aware of like, not like maybe taking into account of like what they're feeling is not always necessarily like their own, but like, you guys have all said is somebody else's and not necessarily like
0: I think it's important to note here though that there are we are all energetic beings Mm -hmm. and there are different types of energetic beings Mm -hmm. and in as close to mainstream as energy healing energy work whatever you want to call it is I think that the type of energetic being that is prominent and visible and relatively accepted are those of us who are very sensitive to other people's energies. You have a very different energy and your, your energy is completely self-sourced. So you don't, there's like, I'm receiving and giving and it's this constant interaction all the time. You're just hanging out there like a little ball of energy. So it's not that those practices that like we're that Lexi and Alex and I have to put into place to remind ourselves to stay in our own bubble. You just naturally don't. And so but I think that's important to know, especially for people who are listening, because I think that it's way more comment my suspicious self wants to <laughs> <laughs> wants to say that societally speaking would we want energetic beings to be those who are um overwhelmed by other people's energy or who receive other people's energy or reflect energy not focusing on those beings who are like uh fucking star and shine all their
2: own supernova
0: (laughs) yeah right because like that would be very very dangerous too powerful (laughs) (laughs) but so i think that there's a there's a piece of that too so and maybe people who have a harder time believing or or feeling everything like we feel everything in our body so it's very easy for us to be like yeah this is real because i can feel it in my whole body and it's happening to me right now whereas it's a little bit harder to believe if you are the other type of energetic being i mean i'm like everything i'm sure Mm -hmm. it's a spectrum and there's all combinations but if you're on your end of the spectrum Mm -hmm. where you generate energy but I like walk into a room like a ball of fire and like I'm here, <laughs> right? whether or not I verbally
1: say that. It's just like, <laughs> apparently, what I've been told is that I just give off the energy like, here I am, welcome, yeah.
0: thank <laughs> you, Harper. I agree. Yeah,
1: she agrees. She yeah. agrees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, so, no, for maybe, sure. I totally agree. Like- Like Alex's husband might be a person who's more energetically like you. So he doesn't feel all this (laughs) shit happening to him. He just gets to walk down the street and not worry about it. And so maybe that is like a, like that's a whole other.
3: Yeah. Because yeah, it could be. We had an experience recently, maybe like two or three weeks ago. um, Where uh, it was late. I was way too drunk way too drunk. To <laughs> not
1: to that speaking sh- of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. had a house.
3: and this dude was showing us his like where his daughter was sleeping where his wife was sleeping and it was it got weird and josh was like whatever and his friend was like josh we need to get out of here and you need to get your wife <laughs> yeah <laughs> And but his friend is someone that I think is a little more, he feels some weird shit going on and he's like, uh, yeah, let's get, let's get out of here. Um, but, and then when I'm drunk, I'm like, oh, let's go everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. Whoa, no, I, it, let's go. <laughs> Alex's healing modality to her receptiveness to everybody's energy is just drink and then you just don't. Just to,
2: to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like what? <laughs> so this is the other thing that I was thinking while you were talking, Alex, because um, I have always like my entire life had this like terrifying like um, feeling of a presence behind me, specifically mm. when I am washing my face at night. And like my, I'm covered, like my eyes are, you know what I mean? Like I'm washing my makeup off and I can't see. And I bend down to like splash the water on my face. And every time I am hundred percent certain that I'm going to open my eyes and behind me, there'll be somebody who's trying to kill me. Like this has happened my entire life. Showering too. Like when I'm in the shower, sometimes I get very like panicked feeling. Never once has there been a serial killer behind me in any situation, (laughs) but I feel it.
2: Thankfully. (laughs)
0: And, um, so I mentioned this one time to, um, Victoria, our mentor, Mm -hmm. and she gave me the advice to like, ask, like, is there somebody there? Mm -hmm. Are you negative? Like, if you are negative, I don't want you to be here. Um, because energetic laws, um, provide you that protection. Like if you tell something to go, it can't stay. If you don't, want it there it can't stay um and in that process i what i realized i believe now is that i had taught myself that it was scary so when you're little maybe and you feel presence you see spirits beings whatever you talk to them and then you try to tell an adult about that and they tell you that it's silly or they are scared of you because like, what the hell, <laughs> children of the corns, shit, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like all of our parents are like, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, and so then you're taught that that feeling is scary or that a presence is scary or an energy. And so in that sense since i've had that conceptualization i have never had that again and i never ended up communi like saying are why are you here who are you whatever i just stopped being scared and as i've become more in tune with like how it feels when i'm communicating with like celestial beings like i know what that feels like in my body now so which for me honestly is like a like a like goosebumps, like a full body activation is like the most powerful way that I feel when someone, a being is with me. Um, like my guides, even when I connect, when I do my earthing practices in the morning and I connect um, with nature spirits, like it's like, uh, like tingles that go and it can be a hundred degrees in Austin and all of the hair on my entire body is standing on end, And I have full body goosebumps. And that's how I know that I'm plugged in. But in scary movies and popular culture, that's how you know that a serial killer is going to stab you. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: so, so,
0: so, so, like, I think some of it, too, is like, kind of like. Our like behavior. Right. And so do we just is is picking up on any any energy at all in a crowd or in a certain situation we are like something's here and maybe that thing isn't even bad it's just that we've been we've trained ourselves to be scared of that feeling because we don't really know what it is because we can't see it you know what i mean we can't put a name to it yeah i mean and i think that's even bigger than i think in regards to
1: travel specifically and i think like too like i i kind of want to like I think it'll be really interesting too if, if we all like a little bit touch on the the, ener- the energy of various places, like when you mm-hmm. when you travel, like certain spit like I know Lexi has had a, like very recently a very like interesting experience when you were traveling, um and and whatnot. And so I think kind of touching on some of that too, um but go ahead Lexi what do you
2: <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt anybody oh, y'all on ahead.
1: a fucking you know yeah oh. everyone's on a roll here it. like I don't I don't want
2: to I don't want to interrupt I-
1: anybody add on, add on to Alex's point and then I think maybe we can get a yeah. transition into into location related uh yeah energetics yeah. to travel
2: I like it yeah because those of you that know I- me like the three of you and people on my Instagram, everybody knows that I went all over the place this summer. So I've got definitely some some good points on that. But before we get moving on to that topic, I wanted to, because uh, I had two things for Alex's topic that she brought up. So one was kind of answering the question that you had posed, which was what can people do, right? Like what's like an actual like f- sort of practice or something that you can do, especially for those of us that may be listening that aren't in the same type of energetic space that the four of us are in, you know, maybe people are just starting to awaken. Maybe people are like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, this is weird, <laughs> but hey, I'll give it a try. Like, I don't know. So I think like in those situations, that was something that I covered on my podcast yesterday because I was talking about energy as well, which of course I was how apropos, but <laughs> um, doing like four, seven, eight breathing or just a very quick like Three, four, five breaths, just like very slow, you know, inhale as long as the exhale. We're actually doing four, seven, eight breathing. Doing practices like that when you're in those situations, like D, like Alex, where you're like, what the, what was that energy? Like, I don't feel good. This doesn't feel right. Like, just to center yourself and like ground yourself, you know, that's usually. Like what Mia or the rest of us, like if we're talking about that stuff, grounding and centering yourself back to like where you are, where your center is, those are very quick, easy practices that you can do. And I used to do 478 breathing when I was in corporate before I was getting ready to speak in front of people. Like you can do it like when everybody else is around you. It doesn't have to be like some big show or production. Like all you have to do is just breathe. That's it. So I think like doing those types of practices, when you feel in that space, those are things to like very quickly get you back to your center. So it's the first thing. The second thing,
1: okay. wait, let's I'm, see. I'm can sitting, you, for, for people yeah. who don't know, can you, can you give like what, describe what four, seven, eight breathing is? Yeah, no, good, good point. Thank you.
2: Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So it's <laughs> probably be helpful, right? <laughs> so, four, so four, seven, eight breathing is four inhales. You hold for seven, so just counting in your head to four for inhale, holding for seven, and then exhaling for eight, and then do that for at least three rounds. But just doing that, that very quickly taps you back into your parasympathetic nervous system, and then you're good to go. So,
1: that's
0: what um, I was going to
1: yeah. Too, so like, like for, it kind of takes you out of your fight or flight exactly, and kind of yeah. like just put, re, you puts, re, puts like, you back on your, your
0: nervous and system. For those yeah. of you. Who are like, eh, these bitches might be nuts. It's like an actual medical thing. Like your vagus yeah. nerve yeah. connects every single system in your body, yeah. and so it's that connection to the parasympathetic nervous system yeah. that, like, yeah. actually, it's like, mm-hmm. like, right, actually, it's like, called. Called. it's
2: scientific,
0: yeah. <laughs> In science even science. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it is western medicine at its finest like that is actually a legit thing so it's not, it's not just a bunch of four witches uh-huh. talking on a podcast about some weird stuff like that is actually legit. I, I concur
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the the other thing though too i i wanted to ask quickly before we kind of jump topics because for whatever reason while you were talking about it i was getting some some sort of feelings. So I just feel like I need to ask on these because I'm curious now. So you're saying that nobody in your group noticed this person? Did anybody no. ever notice this person? Did, Did it, it seem like anybody else noticed? No. Like even just not the people that you guys were with? No.
3: If we were walking down
2: the And this person and was like laser
3: focused on right you, looking at me. And this is the huh. that was at that point it was probably the third or fourth time in my life I experienced something like that. The first time was so, even scarier. <laughs> I was actually I followed it. by car. And I... Oh, well, here we go, if you want to hear. So <laughs> I was driving from Chicago to visit my now husband here in Milwaukee. And uh, I got off the freeway. I go to his... Like, I go find parking near his house and I park. And I'm gathering my stuff, you know, like young pup that I was. And I seem to notice that something feels weird. And I look at my my mirror and somebody pulled up behind me, but I didn't see their lights on when they pulled up behind me. And then they parked. So I'm like, oh, that's odd. I didn't, you know, usually at night you'll see the lights. Whatever. So I'm packing on and then I'm like, okay, well, that was weird. I look at the mirror again and they're looking at me. They're watching me. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I'm looking around. I wait. And I call him and I'm like, hey, I think this person is being really weird behind me. Um, Is there any parking in front of your place right now? And it was literally a block away. And he's like, yeah. He looks out the window. There's parking right here. Okay, I'm going to park over there. So I turn my car back on and I'm pulling away and I start driving. They turn their car back on and then they start following me. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Turn the corner. They turn the corner. I turn the corner again where now I'm, I'm going to his house and they turn the corner again. I was like, oh, are they following me? Like really following me? So then I'm, I drive up and he's outside and I go up to him. Really and, right now. and then all of a sudden I like pause, like like I'm going to park. But then they start coming over, like they're going to park behind me. And I'm like, holy shit. So, so I turn down the window and I told him, they are the people following, they're following me. So then I, he's like, oh, just keep going, just keep going. So then I'm driving and I'm now I'm like, okay, I go through two, two lights and they're still following me. And then I start freaking out like, oh shit, what did I do? Why are they following me? And then I start speeding because it's like midnight ish. So there wasn't a lot of people on there. And I was like, do I go to the police? Do I, what do I do? So then I call my husband again. I uh, well, I call my husband now. Um, and I, I'm like crying, hysterically crying, like something's going to happen. They're going to like, like, they're going to chase me. They're going to like do something. And then now I start driving like a crazy person and I like do a U-turn in the middle of the street, like just go whoosh. I have a Honda Civic at the time. So it's like, okay. And they do, they do the same turn behind me. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to die tonight. (laughs) So I'm driving. (laughs) And then he's like, come back over, come back over, come back and and just be, like come next to me or whatever. And uh, I'm like, okay, because that's all I could hear because I'm like bawling. And I slam my brakes on in front of his house and they just creepily creep up behind me and sit there. And we're like across the street from Josh and Josh was like, walks on over and he has the police on like the, he puts it on his phone and puts it in his pocket and he goes up straight up to the person and was like, why are you following her? Do you know that you're freaking her out? And the person rolls their window down, looks at him is like, oh, did I bother her? And he's just like, what? <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you mean? Like, of course, did you not just thought fo- like, and then they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And then they roll the window back up and they just drive away. And that's it and that I, I was i was like i'm never never ever parking anywhere on the other street ever again and uh that was that
2: that was scary
1: <laughs>
2: yeah that is terrifying yeah, I
1: was like oh my god <laughs> and to not even get like an answer oh, yeah. as to why no, like no answer yeah like, was but i remember like this person, person this supposedly person had no reason <laughs>
3: <laughs> no it mm-hmm. was a green's oldsmobile like forest green older woman like super old with Glasses similar to these, but, like, the old style, like, back in the 60s. Um, And blondish hair. That's all I remember.
2: Super weird. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's that's really, that's really weird. My goodness. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm sorry that that happened to you, because that's terrifying. I have had sort of similar situations. So, I'm sorry that that happened, because I know that that's terrifying. That... I don't know. It's it's weird though too because in that instance, obviously, like Josh saw them, like they were yeah. like in a car and things like that. My my kind of thought because this the first story that you were telling us that was mm-hmm. in Hawaii, right? That one. Was so my Hawaii first thought. A long time ago, yeah. Okay. A long time ago. Okay. So my yeah. my kind of first thought, and I'm sorry for the dogs in the background. I guess they're just okay. deciding that now is the time to bark. But <laughs> I was thinking though. And me and I, I wonder if you're kind of thinking the same thing, but like I wonder if it's like either a shadow from a past life or if like you actually saw like somebody that has passed and they know that you can see them. They know uh-huh. that you're sensitive. So now they're oh, following just, you. And that's kind of wow. that's kind of my thought. That was what I had thought when you were talking about that when you were first telling us that. That was like the yeah. thought that I got in my head. And my that's entire- why no one else saw you. Very my solid.
0: entire my entire body just told me that you yeah. that that is a hundred percent what it was. Yeah, and Alex's did yeah.
2: too. So I think that's probably what that was. So if Dang. you didn't know that you can see ghosts, congratulations, now you do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Yeah,
3: all the hairs
1: in my head
2: right now are like.
1: (laughs) Now Alex knows that she can book her first SRT session. (laughs) You're welcome, Ashley, for your new client. You're welcome. It'll benefit
0: you. Yeah, yeah. That feels that feels like very big.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh I mean, especially because he was focused on you. Yeah. he wasn't focused on anybody else. Nobody else in your group noticed who he was, didn't notice yeah. him at all. And at least from the way that it sounds, nobody else around you noticed yeah.
0: him or him looking at you. And, and as you were telling me, I kept getting the, the, the ping, like it might mm-hmm. not be bad. It just, yeah. you just might not understand it.
2: That's exactly so, like, what I was thinking he, too.
0: He might just need help. maybe even passing over or maybe he wants to tell you know what i mean whatever he needed he was like aha that one can see me Mm -hmm. i need to get to her or like that one can help me right
2: yeah Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. well i'm
0: sorry spirit out
2: there i didn't (laughs) (laughs) maybe you did maybe you did who knows who knows maybe you did right Mm mm-hmm just by you acknowledging him, you know, even though you're swearing at him in Spanish, like maybe that who knows, like maybe just somebody acknowledging him, like, you
3: know, yeah. know. Wow.
2: Dang. It, that
3: is interesting. <laughs> going behind people. And then I thought to myself, how did those people not get bothered by this weirdo? like getting so close to them. Like, is everybody in their
2: own little probably world? Because I didn't see. Yeah, probably because I couldn't see him. Mm hmm. Well, dun, dun, dun. there's that two people. Okay, well, now we found some of Alex's gifts. All right. Hey.
0: <laughs> this is the, and now, and just in case you were considering wanting to come talk to us on this podcast. That's right. Be a guest. Who knows what we could find out about you. On the podcast.
1: That's right. <laughs> we've
2: got a few guests already lined up, y'all. We, we've mm-hmm. got a few, so we going to start pulling people in here.
1: Y'all can thank <laughs> us later. That's right. <laughs>